Daniela's outsized spud was 10 inches long. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Is this the longest spud in County Carlow? Measuring 10.2 inches or 26 centimetres long, Daniela Bogdan, who grew the tuber, believes that it just might be. I rent an allotment from the county council, where I grow vegetables and fruit. My kids love to come along and collect the potatoes with me, but when we were digging this one up, it just kept on coming. We were amazed by it, laughed Daniela. She credits the great Carlo soil for her bounty and believes that it's particularly good for cultivating potatoes. The green-fingered mother of two not only grows the humble spud, but she also cultivates tomatoes, onions, French beans, aubergines and peppers, as well as raspberries, in the rented allotment near her home in Castlewood Gardens. I was never into gardening or growing vegetables when I was growing up in Romania, and I was always giving out to my parents for dragging us around gardening places. But now I love it. I love my garden, and I love the allotment. I love cooking with the produce that I grow, and I like to share it out among my neighbours here in Castlewood Gardens, added Daniela. Daniela and her husband grew up together in Transylvania, Romania. They even got married in Count Dracula's castle. And though they both love their native country, the couple decided to move to Ireland seven years ago to build a life with their growing family. They now have two children, Eva, aged nine, and seven-year-old Victor who appreciate their mother's gardening skills, and particularly her prowess with potatoes. That potato is no more, because I made crisps out of it. I'm making really great crisps from the crop of potatoes, so my kids are delighted. My crisps are fresh and crispy, much better than potatoes, she laughed again. Pets pause for prayer at Drive-By Blessing in Greg Cullen, article by Suzanne Pender. Like something from Noah's Ark, the animals queued patiently. Dogs, cats, rabbits, hamsters, even the occasional rat all lined up for their drive-by blessing. Father John Dunphy, PP, Grey Cullen Collection, held his annual Blessing of the Pets ceremony on Sunday, and to an almost biblical scale, the animals arrived all, of course, observing COVID-19 restrictions and mindfully keeping their distance. The Level 3 guidelines and ban on gatherings meant that this year's pet's blessing became a unique drive-by event, with dozens of beloved pooches happily sticking their heads out of car windows for a quick prayer and a sprinkling of holy water. In fact, such was the demand that it wasn't long before a queue of traffic was carefully snaking through the grounds of St. Clair's Church, Grey Cullen. I have my own dog and, sure look, pets are your life. They are part of the family, said Father Dunphy. Some people arrived with sick pets and were adamant they wanted them blessed. But we had all sorts of pets, dogs, cats, rabbits, even rats, he added. Father Dunphy explained that while normally the blessing of the pets takes place in the yard of St. Clair's Church, current restrictions meant there couldn't be gatherings. Then on the day they'd planned the ceremony, Sunday the 4th of October, the feast day of St. Francis of Assisi, the patron saint of animals and the environment, the heavens opened. Global pandemic, torrential rain and floods. Father Dunphy and animal lovers in the parish were not for turning, 
so the date was changed to last weekend. The wonderful atmosphere on Sunday lifted the mood among so many, including the animals, with each given a five-euro voucher for Maxi Zoo, a little treat and a special prayer to bring home. Father Dunphy offered his thanks to the volunteers who helped out, including Sean O'Driscoll, Liz Hosey and her daughter Megan, and Katrina Kelly. There was a great atmosphere, and everyone was in great form. It's lovely to be able to do it, and the animals were all so well behaved too, said Father Dunphy. Louise gets a real lift from awards shortlist. Article by Suzanne Pender. Carlo woman Louise Barry has been shortlisted for a prestigious new leadership awards initiative, Lift Ireland. Louise, a HR manager at hospitality services provider Prem Group, has been nominated for the Listening Award. Lift, Leading Ireland's Future Together, is a not-for-profit organisation that works to build positive leadership skills in communities in Carlow and across Ireland. It created the awards initiative to recognise strong leadership at all levels of Irish society from grassroots organisations to corporate boardrooms. Across the country, those shortlisted for awards have participated in Lift Ireland's programme over the past 12 months. They range from banking and insurance executives to transition year students and community volunteers, and include employees from the likes of AIB, Bank of Ireland, RSA, Prem Group and the charity Goal, There are 10 award categories in the new scheme, one for each of the 10 core leadership skills included in the LIFT programme. From hundreds of nominations received, just four people have been shortlisted in each 10 of the categories. Louise from Ballinabrana will find out if she is among the winners at an online award event taking place this Thursday, the 15th of October. At the awards, Organisations that have instigated the LIFT Leadership Development Programme in their workplace will also be recognised with a Living LIFT 2020 quality mark. Report highlights impact of lockdown on youth in Carlow. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Vulnerable children and teenagers in Carlow became disconnected from youth services during the pandemic lockdown. That information was revealed in a recent report published by the National Youth Council of Ireland, NYCI, which included input from Carlow Regional Youth Services, CRYS. The report, a review of the youth work sector response to the COVID-19 pandemic, produced by researchers Deborah Irwin and Lorraine Thompson, included a survey of youth services, focus groups with young people, check-in sessions with youth workers and interview with youth sector stakeholders. CRYS participated in the interviews and check-in sessions that informed the report. On a national level, the report highlights how the pandemic made it more difficult for youth services to engage with at-risk or marginalised young people. 67% of youth workers surveyed cited this as a key limitation of the move to online working. Commenting on the report, NYCI Chief Executive Mary Cunningham said, The research shows clearly that young people who are already most at risk, 
became the most disconnected during the pandemic. Young people already experiencing poverty, for example, became even more isolated. COVID-19 had a compounding effect, whereby online engagement was significantly hampered for young people already experiencing marginalisation in various ways. The pandemic exposed a whole range of inequalities and exacerbated vulnerabilities in the youth sector. While undoubtedly youth workers in Carlo and throughout the country showed their creativity and flexibility in numerous ways, it does not make the marginalisation experienced by young people any less challenging, Mary continued. The drop in engagement levels paints a stark picture and demonstrates just how important face-to-face youth work is, particularly for those in marginalised and vulnerable situations. What is important now is for the youth sector to get into a stronger position to meet the current and emerging needs of young people in the face of challenges arising from the pandemic. Upcycle your old gear this month and help the planet. Article by Elizabeth Lee October is National Reuse Month, when people are encouraged to let their imaginations run wild and recreate a previously loved piece of furniture, clothing or other articles. This might sound like stepping back in time to when lack of money meant that people held on to things for longer, passed on things they no longer needed and recycled everything from curtains to car parts. But this campaign is targeted at a generation that grew up in a consumer culture that didn't consider where things came from or went to after their use. Excess purchasing puts enormous pressure on declining natural resources and is a substantial contributor to greenhouse gas emissions due to the need to extract raw materials, manufacture and distribute new stuff. During the month of October, we are reminded to have a look at our ever-increasing throwaway lifestyle and see how we can make some simple changes that will not only have a positive impact on our planet, but will benefit bank balances too. If you are looking for some inspiration, why not log on to www.mywaste.ie forward slash reuse hyphen month hyphen events where you can access free online workshops covering everything from reusing old pallets to creative furniture upcycling and revamping your home workspace. There is even a workshop for the generation who have no idea how to replace a button on a shirt or turn up the hem on a pair of jeans. Learning to reuse as part of our daily lifestyle needs a change of mindset, said Orla Barrett, senior engineer with Carlow County Council. We get caught up in a consumerism lifestyle and the commercial marketing push. We buy and buy more stuff and we forget to take a breath and think about the environmental and economic cost of filling every space in our homes with products that we simply had to have. Stuff that we think we need to be on trend to make our life easier and to transform our lives. Reuse can be as simple as ensuring to use your reusable water bottle, she added. We can all take steps to play our part to make a positive change. Learning to reuse and repair is a key component in strengthening the circular economy 
and is essential to sustaining our local businesses, says Jeanette O'Brien, Environmental Awareness Officer at Carlow County Council. There are lots of online workshops and podcasts which can be accessed free on www.mywaste.ie forward slash reuse hyphen month hyphen events throughout the month of October. You can learn fashion alteration techniques, try your hand at creative furniture upcycling, or even find out how to make flower planters and garden benches from reused pallets, she added.